are the champion. The one that holds the line and finishes the mission. Everything that you want is within your grasp. You wake up in the morning ready to dominate the day. And every step taken is with purpose and integrity. Because you were not put on this planet to live a mediocre existence. You are here to conquer and make the biggest impact possible. Not only for yourself, but for your family and for your tribe. This world is a battlefield, but we will be victorious. This is the Norse mentality. What's up, guys? I hope that you are having a glorious day. Welcome back to another episode of the Norse mentality. My name is Andy Lewis. With me here is Cody Whitley. And today we're going to be diving more into the Have Mall, which has kind of been an unintentional series that we've been doing here lately. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about why it is very crucial to choose your companions wisely. This is repeated over and over again in the Have Them All. And the reason it's repeated is because it's one of the most important things that you can do in your life. And that is because we are influenced by the company that we keep. So whoever we surround ourselves with is almost who we will become because subconsciously, we shape our behaviors around the people that we surround ourselves with. A good example would be when you and a friend hang out so much that you start talking in the same way, even down to the tone of voice, the way that you structure your sentences, the words that you use. A good example actually was whenever I was over at your house on Father's Day and you and your buddy were there and he was talking and I was like, this dude sounds just like Cody <laughs> because you guys have been bros for so long, right? Yeah. But the way that you structure your sentences, like certain things that you do that like make that you, he does it as well. And you guys probably had no idea that you even do that. Even with partners, like at this point, me and Felicia are always around each other. And I say things that she says, she says things that I say. So that's just one example. It's also in regards to your habits. Do you and your friends go out drinking all the time or do you and your friends go hiking, hit the gym, do things that are more productive? When you and your friends are hanging out together, are you talking about where you want to be in the next five to 10 years or are you talking about uneventful things that aren't really important at all? You know, these conversations that we have with other people shape where we're going to be heading into the future. And it also allows you to prioritize everything as well. I think a lot of people, you know, no matter no matter how solidified you are as a person, once you do hang out with your your people, you will see that, you know, you will still pick up on their behaviors. Yeah. You also start incorporating their morals and values. And that can be very detrimental if you and this person do not align in the same way. And the reason for that is because your values shape what objectives you set for yourself. So even when it comes down to, I don't know, we'll, we'll use the gym, for example. If your main priority is just being healthy, right? Like you just want to be as healthy as possible. But then you start hanging out with people with kind of a fuck it mentality. I'm going to do whatever it takes, which we know those type of people. I have no issues with those type of people. I respect them for how they are. But at the same time, those people are blasting a bunch of gear that I'm not willing to do for myself. But if you are influenced by these people and you know, you might be the weakest, smallest person in the group and you know that all these dudes are blasting trend and HGH and D ball and all this stuff, you're more likely to be like, you know what? 
let me get a little CC for myself. Let me, let me try this out. And I know that because we've both been there before. In my mid-20s, I most definitely jumped on that train. And I'm not saying that I necessarily regret it. Just for me, it was a waste of time because I never planned on competing in anything. It just has never been an aspiration for me to pursue. But I did jump on, you know, a couple drugs. I didn't go overboard with it, but I did. And it's like, how much progress did I make that actually stuck? Not that much. Now, the only thing I'm on is a little TRT dosage of test because I ruined my natural test in my mid twenties by wanting to compete with people around me because they were competing. They were competing in sports and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh, I want to be on their level. I was never going to be on their level in the first place. And also like our goals didn't align. Our morals and values did not align. Now, not necessarily that saying that those people aren't people that I shouldn't have surrounded myself with. It's just an example of how it can influence you if you're not aware of it. If the morals and values don't line up with you and, you know, whoever you're hanging out with, it's going to create some level of animosity there, whether it's conscious or unconscious. There's just going to be some kind of friction usually um, in that relationship. Absolutely. And it also goes back to outside of your it, it goes before your friends that you're around currently. You know, it could be people that you were around in your youth, which really shaped you into who you are today. Now, they're not, you're not as easy, easily acceptable to new ideas the older that you get as you were, you know, the first seven to eight years of your life. But at the same time, a lot of people have the same beliefs. They have the same values. They have the same habits and everything else as their parents and other family members and stuff like that. And that's why we need to take a step back in our mid-20s and 30s or really wherever you are at in life, you need to take a step back and be like, okay, which of these align with who I want to become and which ones do not? And then even after this episode, kind of do inventory on your friend group. Are the people I'm around now people that I'm just associated with because I've just known them for so long? We've been in the same circle and stuff like that. Are we still like-minded? Or have we also changed over the years and we're just kind of forcing this relationship? A hard thing that we need to accept in life is that people are going to come and go. And that's just the reality of the situation. Especially if, you know, you put your intention and effort towards your own self-improvement. If that other person does not, it's going to tr just create this distance between you two. And this is something that I talk about pretty often outside of the podcast. I don't know if I ever have on here or not, but whenever you and another person are engaged in a relationship, it could be friends, it could be a partner, whatever it, whatever it is. If you start, you, you start off at the same level, right? That's why you guys hit it off. You don't hit it off with people that are below or above you most of the time. You guys are at the same level. Well, if you're focused on self-improvement and bettering yourself and creating a better future for yourself, you start to rise up. And if this person does not work on themselves as well, and they just stay at the same place, well, now there's a gap. And then sometimes this person starts falling into self-destructive habits and behaviors that cause them to actually go downwards. Well, now that gap is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And the only way to reconnect that relationship and get it back on the same level is for that person to improve themselves, which you have no control over, or you have to devalue yourself to get back on their level. And no situation 
do I find that justifiable? You should never lower yourself. You should never backtrack because of someone else. Now, we are going to backtrack at times. We are going to fall off the tracks. We are going to get get derailed. But that was by our own actions that we made and we can course direct. You can't course direct someone else. You can give them advice if if they actually want it, which is very rare. And then you have to hope that they actually apply that to them, to their lives. But either way, it's important for us to realize the influence that our company has on us because that will shape your identity, which is kind of weird for people to understand because so many people think that their identity is just concrete. This is how they are. This is how they've always been. And this is how they're going to be moving into the future when that's not the case at all. You were different as a teenager. You were different in your mid-20s. You're different in your 30s. I will be completely different when I'm 40, hopefully for the better. But either way, your identity is always changing. And the reason for that is because of the media that you're taking in, either that's through social media, television, the books that you read, the people that you surround yourself with, your environment. Maybe you move to a different place. Well, that culture is probably going to be different as well. All of these factors subconsciously shape who you are. And if you are not careful of that, you're going to become a person that you don't want to be. So that's why we need to be careful with who we choose to surround ourselves with, who we allow into our inner circle, because it influences our behaviors and it really sets our identity into place. Now, the next reason that we need to be cautious of this and really like kind of weed people out and be observant of who we're around is because of toxic relationships. It's very easy to avoid red flags. I know I've done it in past relationships. I've done it with friends as well. I've done it with family members where I'm like, yeah, that's kind of fucked. I don't agree with that, but I'm just going to ignore it because this person might have other positive traits, which everyone's got their flaws. But at the same time, a toxic relationship is going to keep you down. It's going to stop you from moving forward. This could be conscious behavior or unconscious behavior. This person might not be aware of, you know, what they're causing, um, you know, in, in their relationships with other people. They might not even understand that this is a trait themselves that is causing some kind of issue. But there are people that do this deliberately, and it's very easy to see that once you, you know, work on yourself and you've kind of fix your own shit. I don't know if they necessarily do it del- deliberately. They might. Some people I, are just shitty. I would say some people actually yeah. do. Like, but I uh, think on a, but you know, either way, these are things that are impacting you. These behaviors of theirs that are toxic are having a negative influence on your well-being. Meaning, we need to evaluate: is this worth it or not? Now, the things that Cody is talking about there, like purposely going out of their way to perhaps hurt you mentally, physically, whatever it is, that can be seen in regards to manipulation, unethical behaviors, just doing really shitty things. And it's hard to see manipulation at times. It really is very hard because a lot of times manipulation is done very subtly. It's just like a little jab here. And you're like, wait, what the fuck was that? And if this person's extremely good 
and they have multiple faces and shit like that, you'd be like, oh, wait, that, that was odd. Okay, well, whatever. But it's when it keeps happening over and over again. We can't ignore that. If something feels off about someone, we need to dive deeper into it. What is going on here? Why do I feel this way around this person? Why do I feel less powerful around this individual instead of feeling stronger? Because that's what relationships should do for you. Relationships should give you strength. They should give you courage. They should bring joy into your life. They should benefit you 99% of the time. I will say if you have a relationship with someone and it is a genuine relationship and you approach this person with, you know, something that's bothering you that they have done, it's a very telling sign to watch their behavior once you confront them about it. Like how they act moving forward? If they get defensive, you know, it could be something tied deeply to their identity. If they truly, like, want to be in a relationship with you. They will take what you say with weight if they if you are someone that they can trust and and value, which will usually cause some kind of positive change. And here's the thing with that, too. I know at times, even with myself, if I am confronted with something that someone believes about me and it doesn't align with my perspective, I will get defensive, right? And I think most people do. But once you have a second to really let it digest, how do you handle that? Do you take responsibility for it and say, hey, I appreciate you bringing that to my attention. I will try my best moving forward to to avoid it from happening again. You know, I this is a behavior flaw that I wasn't aware of. And this is the best thing that could possibly happen for me. I have something else to work on. That's what I say all the time. I'll just add it to my list because... There is a list of things that I'm always working on. I know it's the same for you, and it's probably the same for most people that actually want to improve their lives. We can always improve in some way or another. And that's what our relationships are for, is to bring this shit to our to our attention. Either if it's them saying something, or maybe it's just an encounter. A situation happened, and afterwards you're like, I kind of handled that shitty. And then all of a sudden a light bulb goes off, and you're like, holy shit, I've been handling situations like this my entire life. It's kind of fucked. This isn't where you beat yourself up, though. This is where you go, okay, cool. I have something else to work on. Good. That's the deciding factor right there. Either if you're going to move forward or if you're going to fall backwards is how you handle criticism, like you were saying. If you approach criticism as, okay, this is something I can work on. That's a good thing. This means I have something else that I can add to my arsenal that I can overcome that's going to make me a better person. That's going to make my life better moving forward. Or you can be like, oh, I'm a piece of shit, blah, 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 blah. No, that's not necessary. If you fucked up, say that you're sorry and then try your best moving forward to be more mindful of your behaviors and your actions and fix it. That's all you can do. But you can't fall into this cycle of negativity because then you're just feeding to it. And we have to recognize the fact that that's what relationships are here for. We have relationships to other people for support and shit like that. But we also have relationships to mirror back at us how we're fucking up. And that's a weird concept to understand. It's a psychology thing. And it was very difficult for me to really grasp that, is that other people's behaviors are mirroring back to us our own. But that's the thing. If if someone does something that just really annoys you, it's fun to to do a little inner dive and be like, okay, 
do I do the same thing? And you'd be like, fuck, I kind of do. Well, I don't like it when this person does it. This is something I need to not do as well because that means that other people are thinking the same thing about me. So that's the thing too is recognizing that relationships are here to help build you up. And But if it's a very toxic relationship and this person is always just taking little jabs at you and trying to break you down and shit like that. I've had friends like that where, you know, we're busting balls and shit like that. Like that's what bros do. We bust each other's balls. But then over time I started realizing it's like, you know what? This is all this person does. This person wants to be the big dick in the room and they're willing to break down their friends in front of other people to make themselves seem bigger and better, which is insecurity on their behalf. But either way, I don't like the way that makes me feel like I don't need someone busting my balls just to break me down, busting my balls because we're friends and busting my balls because they want to like legitimately make me feel shitty about myself. I don't have fucking time for that. And I will cut that person out immediately. Now, it's never dramatic or anything like that, but it is like, okay, well, I just am going to distance myself from this person because they're toxic as fuck and I don't want to deal with it. I don't have time to deal with this. I got too much other better shit going on in my life too many good people around me that I could devote time and energy to than this person that really just wants to make themselves seem bigger and better when they're really fucking small on the inside and a peasant anyways. Pay attention to your intuition here. That's it's huge. You have a gut feeling for a reason. And if you yourself are in alignment and you are very well centered, that gut feeling will come when it needs to. And you really need to pay attention to it. One of, uh, the books I'm currently reading is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And last night, um, I'm pretty like early on in the book. I'm on like page 30, but it talks about how emotions are your body's response to your mind. And if we're put in these situations where you're around a group of people or a person and you feel like you're just anxious and you feel like you need to tiptoe. You feel like you just can't be yourself around this person. And your gut's telling you that. You should absolutely listen to it. Yeah, you need to take a step back, become present, which is what the power of now is about, is just becoming present. But that's how you figure this shit out. When we ignore these things and we're like, something just seems fucky about this person. Uh, whatever, I'm just going to ignore it. No, like if you're feeling a certain way, your subconscious is telling you something that's creating an emotion and that's for your mind, for you and your mind to dissect the situation and be like, okay, what's going on here? Why do I feel anxious around this, around this person? What is this person doing? And then you might realize that's not that big of a deal or you might realize like, oh shit, this is extremely toxic and this person has been bringing me down for a very long time. And then you have to make a decision. Is it worth keeping this relationship going or do I just need to kind of cut them out and continue rising above instead of being lowered by them. But if in, if you haven't read The Power of Now yet, 100, 110%, go buy it. Just go buy The Power of Now. If any book has changed my life, it is that book right there. It was like 10 bucks. Yeah, it's that's the thing with books. Man. Like it's, it's amazing to me how people don't read. When it's like you can literally tap into another person's consciousness, their knowledge base, and skyrocket your personal growth for 10 bucks in a little bit of time. And I guarantee you, like if you're reading books on that same level, that that $10 investment is going to just multiply exponentially once you finish reading that book. Yeah, absolutely. Like there, if I can take one thing away from a book, 
which is usually the case. Like you can always learn one thing. I can guarantee you that was worth at least ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. You know, like if that allows it's, me to add something else to my arsenal, absolutely. It's so easy to justify it when you break it down into that simple of terms. Well, even some people are like, well, it really wasn't that good of a book. Okay, yeah, maybe not. Like maybe the person sucked at writing. But did you learn one thing that you didn't already know? Yes. Then it was a win. It was a huge success. Congratulations. Victory. Now, if you do read The Power of Now or you listen to it on Audible, you're going to have to speed it up to about two because my man Eckhart is, he is just a different creature at this point in his life. And he talks so slow like just make sure you speed it up anyways moving on let's talk about trust and loyalty which is the foundation of building a strong friendship having a strong brotherhood a strong tribe and everything without trust it doesn't exist now trust is not something that just happens immediately trust is something that happens over time which is why we don't need to just be willing to accept people into our inner circle right off the bat. We need to kind of give this person tests. It's a trial period. It's a trial period, right? Like, is this person there for you? Does this person constantly try to break you down or do they try to lift you up? Is this a positive person to be around or is this a negative person? Does this person have the same morals and values as me or do they not? These are all things that happen during the trial period of building a new friendship with someone. And we have to really take our time with it. You have to be very cautious about who you let into your inner circle. Because if you let in one bad person, they could fuck everything up. The prime example is the Norse compound. Our community over in the gym is awesome. But that is because if someone starts being a negative influence over there, they start bringing negative energy, they're just being toxic as shit, I will ask them to leave. It's happened probably three to five times now. Usually the people that join this gym are really solid, but every once in a while there is a bad seed that finds its way in, starts growing to a weed. It starts affecting everyone else. And I, I, I can feel it when I walk in there and over and over again, the energy is less and less. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? It's always someone in there. Someone in there is a cancer and they're spreading. And that's because they shouldn't be there. So we need to take that same approach when it comes to our inner circle. We need to be thinking quality over quantity. I don't want to be friends with everybody. As a matter of fact, like I only want 10 friends. I can't. I like I can't be friends with everyone. No. Unfortunately. I don't even have time for my current friends. And I have about eight <laughs> right, to ten, right. right? Like people that I would consider very close friends. And I hear it all the time. They think I'm neglecting. I was like, well, I'm sorry, your boy's fucking busy. But I do feel bad about that. Either way, I only need eight to 10 really solid people. But even if I only have two or three, that's fine. As long as they're absolute killers, as long as I can rely on them, if I can give them a call at three in the morning, be like, yo, I need your help. Are they going to show up? If we're out and about and something goes down, am I confident that this person's going to have my back or are they going to be a little bitch and go hide? I don't, I can't have that. That's not something you want to question ever in the moment either. No, but you can avoid ever having to question it by being cautious about who you let into your tribe. This is how it should be, and this is how it has always been. The weak, the toxic, the people that were bringing down the tribe a thousand plus years ago 
got kicked the fuck out and they were left to die because they were not contributing. They were, they were a toxic influence. Like that's the best way to put it. Well, if you allow that to grow, it goes back to our first point of this episode. It starts influencing everyone else's behavior around you. It is a cancer. It is a plague that will spread rapidly throughout the entire village and slowly kill what you have built. And it will start impacting you as well. If you are serious about leveling up in life and you want to become the best version of yourself and you want to create the best future that you possibly can, you cannot allow toxic people to weasel their way into your inner circle and take hold of it and start influencing yourself and those around you because it will destroy everything. We've seen this over and over again. There are countless stories about it and it could have been avoided. And in that case, we also need to take a step back and look at ourselves. Do we have the courage to cut someone out? Are we too fucking scared? to confront an issue when it needs to be addressed. This is something that I had to work on when I started the gym. I I remember the first person that was really just bringing havoc into the gym. And I didn't have the courage and balls to fucking up to go confront this person. And I had to work it up. Because it was either I allow this person to continue doing what they're doing and ruin what I have built and ruin everyone else's experience in the gym or do I man the fuck up and do I go up to them and say, yo, you're fucking out. This kind of behavior is not tolerated in here. You're not welcomed here anymore. That's a very tough decision to make. It's something that a lot of people won't do. They would rather cower away, talk shit about the other person behind their back and all these other stuff. Instead of just addressing the issue. Which is the other person. Confront the fucking issue. Be a man about it. Go up there. And cut it the fuck off. Because if you don't. It's going to jeopardize everything. Your personal growth. The growth of those around you. And any future endeavors that you want to pursue. As long as this person is in the picture. Is going to be jeopardized. That can be done in a very constructive. Respectful way too. Like, yeah, it doesn't I, have to be a big dramatic thing. The situation I was talking about, that's what went down. I just went up there. I was very confident. And I said, yo, like, this is what's going on. I'm sorry, but like, you need to leave. If that person has any amount of respect for you, you know, that conversation is going to, to be beneficial. And if it starts to escalate, you don't have to feed into it. If, they're, if they start hollering and shit like that, you can just stand there like a brick wall and be like, okay, cool. Go ahead. You're making an ass of yourself. I don't have to be an asshole about it. I don't have to go down to your frequency. I don't have to lower myself to your level of a fucking adolescent. I can stand here as a mountain and take whatever shit that you're trying to do. But either way, the end result's going to be the same. You're no longer going to be around anymore. You should feel comfortable around your people to have that conversation. To be like, look, man, like, if I'm fucking up, I want you to tell me because it's something that I want to fix. Right. And we also need to see how we respond to it, like we were saying earlier. If your bro comes up to you or bro-led or whatever, if they come up to you 
and they're like, yo, you're doing this. It's affecting me. It's affecting everyone else. And it's not the best thing for you. I know that you're better than this. You need to be thankful that you have a friend that will do that because that goes back to having the confidence and balls to approach you because that's not an easy thing either. It's very difficult to have that conversation with a friend, but it has to happen. If you care about that person, if you respect that person and you want the best for that individual, you need to tell them when they're fucking up. Now, the way that I approach this is I will let them do their own thing. And if it starts getting out of hand, I'll bring it up. And that's up to them what they do moving forward. I will not bring it up more than once. I will not waste my time with that kind of shit because you cannot change other people. The only thing you can do is express yourself, try to help them, but either they take it or they leave it. And if they decide to not implement it, that's their decision. But that's where I will start keeping you at arm's length. Okay, you decided to take this route. I encourage you not to. That's your decision to make. But now you're going to get fucking further away from me because I'm not going to allow you to jeopardize me and everything else around me as well. But do you have the... It really is confidence, I think. Like, it really is. Like, do you have enough confidence in yourself to man up and go into that situation and tell that person that? And if you do care about that person and you love that person, you have a responsibility to do it. And if there is a weed growing in your tribe, you also have a responsibility to yank it out of the ground and get the fuck out. Or it's going to ruin the whole damn thing. And that's what we need to avoid here. Hey guys, if you're enjoying the podcast and you want to represent Norse on a daily basis and let people know what you stand for, you can go to our website and check out the clothing collection. And if something catches your eye, use the code podcast 15 to save 15% on your order. Going back to what we were talking about earlier about morals and values, because I think it is very important because your morals and values shape your trajectory in life. It decides where you're going to go. It decides the person that you're going to be. And it is really what we base our entire life around. If you are hanging out with people that value going out to the bar five days a week, if they value playing video games every single night, all day, whatever, if they value eating shitty food over healthy foods, if they don't go to the gym, if they don't seek out self-improvement for themselves, you and that person are probably not aligned especially if you're listening to this podcast. This whole podcast is a self-improvement podcast, meaning that like a part of you wants to get better. Do your friends want the same? Are they willing to get on the same train and ride that with you? And you guys help each other because that's the beautiful thing about this. If you can find that right group of people that just want to fucking kill it in life, they want to climb to the highest peaks of success and they'll do whatever it takes to do it. But they also recognize that they need people behind them, that they need people to work with in order to get to the top of that peak, which we all do. We can't climb it alone. We have to have help from other people. The only way that you get to the top with your tribe is if you guys share morals and values together. That's why we need to take inventory. But we can't do that if we don't even know our own morals and values. What does that look like? What do we stand for? What do we want out of life? What do we consider important? 
And then we can look at those around us and say, okay, what do they find important? How do they treat themselves? How do they treat those around them? Whenever we go out, how are they acting towards other people? Because we've been around those kind of type of people as well. Well, they're embarrassing to be around in public because they're so rude and just fucking shitty. I don't want to go out with people that I have to worry about embarrassing me. But you are. You're guilty by association. That's just how the world works. You can say all day, it's like, oh, it doesn't bother me. Well, their behaviors still influences someone else's perspective of you. And that person that is now that now has a negative perspective of you, of you that person could be a very good connection to make, especially if you're in business. If you're in business and you have a team and you and that team are at events or dealing with other people, which you're going to be, you can't have a business without customers, meaning everyone in that business is going to be talking to people outside of the business. Well, if you have someone in there that is rude, that is a bad representation of the company itself and all these other factors, that's going to make you as the owner look shitty because it falls back on you. You hired this person. Now let's shift it. You let this person into your circle. It's the same damn thing. This person is a representation of what you find important, of your own morals and values. Are they aligned? Is it worth hanging out with this person that is shitty to other people? that don't respect other people just so you're just so you have another friend in your group. It's not worth it. I don't think so at least, but yeah, make sure that you do inventory on your morals and values. Make sure that they are aligned with your friends. And if they're not start looking for new friends and it's as easy as that. Where do we find new friends? Well, a good place to start is the gym. If someone is in the gym working out, they're probably a decent person. Usually like it's very hard to find people that go to the gym that are not at least a decent quality. What would you say? I think it depends on their, you know, with everything, it depends on their intention. You'll have some people who, you know, just think they're better than everyone because they can lift a certain amount of weight. But that like is a reflection of that person and who they are. So and you're you going to pick that up you right can off the pick bat that too, up pretty quick because all they want to do is talk about themselves and you're like, oh, no, I don't really want to be around this person. But there's other people in the gym. Martial arts is another thing. Go train Muay Thai. Go train Jiu-Jitsu. I know a lot of people that have been mountain biking here lately. They get together with complete strangers. They go mountain biking, and now they have best friends. It's really cool. Like We just need to find activities that align with our own and go hang out with them. Now, are your activities benefiting you? Are you actually spending your time doing things that is moving you in the direction that you want to go? Which leads me to the last final point. Take responsibility. Everything that we're saying kind of sounds like, oh, it's a reflection of the other person. It's this other person's shitty, blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, it's your responsibility to decide who you let into your inner circle, knowing how much it's going to impact your life. Take responsibility for it. We need to be taking responsibility for everything in our life, but most importantly, that. What would you add? Give people grace. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we're all human. We all fuck up. 
um, the the most important thing we can have here is grace because it's going to allow you to navigate these situations so much easier understanding that you know we're all born and all continuously have deficits that we need to work on but look at trends and patterns and how people behave over time when they're confronted with certain situations. That's a repeating thing for sure. How do they handle it when you confront them with it? When you bring it to their attention that they're behaving this way, what? how do they respond to it? But also realize that you also fuck up. You need to take responsibility for your own actions and your own behaviors and realize that you're not perfect. And also realize that you're going to attract people into your life that are like you. So if you want to find a new partner, this is something that this is date. This is the only dating advice <laughs> I'll ever give because Andy hasn't done that much dating in his life. But if you want to attract someone better into your life, if it is a new partner, if it's a new friend group, whatever it is, you need to become the person that you want to hang out with. That's the, best thing that you can do here. I want to hang around better people. Okay, cool. Then keep your head down and focus on improving yourself because people that are at a lower level than you, they don't want to be around you because you make them feel shitty about themselves. They will weed themselves out without you even having to lift a finger. All you have to do is continue working on yourself and the people that are no longer aligned with you will just disappear. But then what's going to happen is this other person across the way is going to see you and they're going to say, this person actually seems pretty solid. Like this seems like someone I might want to hang out with. This seems like someone I might want to date. Let me go get to know them a little bit more. You never want to hang out with people that you already know right off the bat that you're not the same. I'm not going to. I value my time and energy too much. I don't know why anyone would. I don't know if anyone really necessarily does, but we've all been in those situations where like, we know right off the bat that someone's at a higher level than us. Now, do I want to go hang out with that person? Fuck yes. Because I know that I'm going to rise up just being in their presence. They're going to be able to teach me things and just being around them, getting their energy and everything else is going to be very positive for my life and hope that I can contribute something to them as well. Of course. But there are times where like, yeah, like that person's way above me. How can I get to that level though? How can I model this person's behaviors, this person's characteristics to improve myself as well? No one sees a shit bag and be like, you know what? How can I get on their level? We subconsciously don't want to surround ourselves with people that are at a lower level than us. And when I say lower level, I'm not meaning to be degrading. This with isn't it. like a hierarchy system. No, this isn't a hierarchy about. thing, but it's just a fact of the matter that some people are operating at a different level than you. And what I mean by that is their morals and values are different than yours. It doesn't mean that either one is right or wrong. Each person has the right to live their life however they want to live. And I'm never going to look down on people. I used to for that. You know, I'd go into Walmart and be like, what a fucking bunch of pieces of shits in here. But I don't do that anymore. I'm just like, well, that's person. That's, that's that person's decision. It's unfortunate that that person is 400 pounds and has a whole shopping cart full of shit food. That's just going to make them weigh 450 pounds in six months. It's very unfortunate. If anything, it breaks my heart now. But I don't look at them in a judgmental, hateful way. I'm just like, fuck, that sucks. I wish this was something I could do, but like, it's not my responsibility. I don't know this person. Hope them the best. Move on. So it's not looking at someone from a degrading point of view. It's like, oh, you're at a lower level than me. That's not it at all. It just means that your morals and values are not aligned, meaning that you shouldn't hang out with this person. 
But going back to my point, if we take responsibility for who we are in the moment and who we want to become, and we start taking action to develop the identity of the person that we want to become, we will automatically start attracting better people to us. And if we're not attracting better people to us, we have to take responsibility for that. Maybe I'm not as far along as I thought I was. Maybe I have a lot of work to do. Good. I have a lot of work to do. Fuck yes. Where, where do I start? How can I start taking action on this immediately? Maybe I have been going to the gym, but I've only been going to the gym like once every couple weeks. Kick it up. Start doing more. Am I reading every day to get better in this one thing that I know that I can improve in? No, not really. Like I read like once a couple weeks ago and put the book down and just got busy. Okay, we'll pick the book back fucking up and start reading. We don't ever do that though. We don't ever start taking action until we take full responsibility for ourselves. Where am I at? Where do I want to go? And what do I need to do in order to get there? And if you start doing that, you're going to attract better people into your life. And you're not going to have to worry about all this other bullshit. I've gotten so efficient at this over the years that there's no one around me that I wish wasn't. Like, I don't ever have to fucking worry about like, oh my God, I have to be, I have to go hang out with this person. I just don't because I value my time and energy. And also I surround myself with just good fucking people. And I always will moving forward because I'm not desperate. And that's a good point to touch on that I wasn't originally going to. Get okay with being alone. This will benefit you in every possible way because you're not going to be desperate for companionship. And if you're not desperate for companionship, then you're not going to just be taking whatever you can get. You're going to have higher standards for yourself. Okay, cool. I'm not going to hang out with people that are not benefiting my life and bringing positive energy into my life. I'm not going to date this person just because I'm too scared to be alone. Whenever you can get okay with being completely by yourself, you're not a needy individual. You're not reliant on anybody else, but you do value those around you more and you're able to contribute to them more instead of constantly taking, which is what I see a lot, including in myself in the past, where I'm just constantly taking from people because I didn't have anything to give to them because I just was not confident in myself. I didn't have enough self-love, and all these other factors, self-respect. I was just taking from other people, trying to get it from them because I couldn't find it within myself. But then I took the time to build up these weaknesses. That's, uh, I think that's a big problem that, you know, is, is currently in our society. We, we recognize holes in ourselves, but we don't try to fill those holes with ourselves. We try to fill those holes with you know, other people or materialism, whereas if we just took the time to sit back and figure out why we're lacking in these areas and bring that energy and and fulfillment from within, besides using external factors to do that, we become a more complete individual. And going back to the the quality over quantity thing with your group, the self-improvement journey is a lonely one. Because once you start and you start realizing things and picking up on other people's behaviors, you you do not allow yourself to sink back to that. But the individuals you do come across on that same level are very unique, wholesome individuals. It also goes back to the people that are not on the same path as you will slowly start to disappear. 
then all of a sudden you take a step back and go, shit, I only have like three friends now where I used to go out and party with all these people all the time, but I quit partying and now these people don't want anything to do with me because they don't consider me fun anymore. And that can be a very depressing moment as well. But then you have to realize, okay, cool. Like those people served a purpose in my life. We had good times, whatever, but I'm on a different journey now. Which shows you how superficial the relationships you built. Right. They weren't real friendships. I can go months without talking to some of my best friends. And then I hit them up and it's like we talked yesterday. And that's because they're true friends. And the reason we go months without talking is because we're both on the fucking move. We're both going after life at full intensity because that's the only type of people that I surround myself with. And because of that, there is no like bitchiness, but like, well, this person hasn't texted me in, in a couple weeks. They know Andy's fucking busy, but they're not even thinking about it because they're also busy. They might pop into my, they might pop into my mind. I'll go, oh shit, I need to shoot this person a text. And my friends that are listening to this, they know these texts. I'm like, yo, just checking in on you. How's everything going? And that's me being like, fuck, I haven't talked to this person. I miss this person. Let me go check in on him real quick. Let them know that I still care. But they don't get bitchy about it. And I don't get bitchy when I don't hear from people either because we're above that. We're focused on leveling up our lives. And as we level up our lives, we're able to bring something more to the table, to the tribe, to the inner circle itself. But we can't be desperate and taking shit from other people all the time because we feel like we need it. We can't be needy. We need to be able to bring things to the table. We need to be able to bring value. And the only way that you can bring value to this world and the people around you is by stacking victories for yourself, improving yourself, which is why if someone really cares about you and it is a genuine friendship, they're not going to have an issue with you not going out with them. Like, yo, I I got some shit I need to do here at the house. I'm in the middle of this course or I'm working on this new business project or whatever it is. Okay, cool, man. Let me know if you need anything. We'll see you next time. And that's the end of it. They're not out talking shit about you or anything like that. They support you. And then they'll hit you up next time. And if you can go, cool. If not, that's fucking cool too. Like, that's the difference though. Because we all know people that get pissy whenever someone, they invite them out to go drinking or whatever. And they're like, yeah, I just don't want to go. Well, this person thinks they're too good for us or whatever. If someone thinks like that, then fuck them, get them out. I don't want you around me anyways. I want my friends to understand that like I'm focusing on what I need to focus on. And by doing so, I'm bringing more to our community, to our circle. And I know that they're doing the exact same. It's a mutual agreement there. But the only way that you get to that point is by working on yourself, improving your value. That way you can help those around you more effectively. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Norse Mentality. This podcast is a byproduct of Norse Fitness. We make clothing, fitness accessories, supplements, and other tools to help you reach your true potential. If you're interested in grabbing something for yourself, you can go to norsefitness.co and use the code PODCAST15 to save 15% on your next order.